joke right there. I'm so serious. Why so serious? Little joke. Just let her know when you wanna be serious. Cause when you wanna be serious, I'ma play around. And when you wanna play around, I'ma be serious. And if we wanna play around and be serious at the same time, I'm just gonna walk off and be serious and playing around while I'm being serious. Because I'm just playing around. Cause I'm never serious. Why you been feeling good? What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Busy Balboa. Welcome to the Get to Know Me podcast. Roll it up, twist it up, and light it, because it's about to go down. Welcome to the Get to Know Me podcast. Go ahead and roll it, twist it, light it, get your coffee or your tea, meditate, pray, sage the building. You never know what may be said over the airwaves. Yeah, be is me. Thank y'all for joining me today. Um, it's been, excuse me, it's been a lot going on <laughs> in the news, in the world. And I've been trying to stay up on it. Um, but like I said, <clears throat> this shit has been just going crazy. Last time I talked to y'all, it was the Ritty House verdict. Um, since then, they came back with the verdict for the McMichael motherfuckers and all of them that, um, with the Ahmaud Arbery situation. I don't like to say Ahmaud Arbery trial because that man passed away, was murdered, shall I say. Um, <clears throat> but all three of those white men that chased and killed Ahmaud Arbery were found guilty of murder. Um, which is a blessing. Thank you. And now I think the district attorney is the one that they're trying to get next or whatever her job was. They're trying to get her next. The one that was trying to help them cover it up. And, you know, it took months for this to happen after the man had already got killed. Jackie Johnson, you know, that she was the district attorney and her she was trying to help cover this up. She was trying to brush this under the rug. That's what they do in Georgia. You feel me? And then, and then recently they had some in the news about South Georgia, modern day slavery. Like, and I'm like, is it Valosta? Feds bust a modern day slavery ring amid new immigration enforcement effort. They was taking these people, um, passports and shit. They was forcing them to live in camps and work on farms. Um, it was literally like human trafficking. They had visa fraud money laundering fraud kidnapping rape death threats uh all kind of crazy stuff this was going on man they was getting 20 cents a bucket each day for um digging up onions with their hands what the fuck bro this is some sick ass shit and this is in south georgia area where y'all know i'm from that's why i'm like man when people be like, yeah, you be sharing a lot on the podcast. You don't understand my fucking life. You don't understand my story. You don't understand my journey. You don't know what all I've been through. Whenever I be sharing these stories, it's because, nigga, I have overcame some of the most traumatic shit ever in my life. And, and, and some shit that a lot of people probably would have never made it through. And I'm still standing. I'm still strong. And, you know, I just like to share certain stuff to try to inspire and motivate and encourage people 
that, you know, yeah, you might be in a fucked up situation and you may not see a way out, but it's not over for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gets better if you want it to. That is, you know, it definitely don't have to get better, but it does get better if you want it to. And um, it's the willpower that fuck up a lot of people. I tell you that every day. <laughs> it's, it's the willpower. And I would know because I have come from those time periods where I had no willpower. I thought I did. And I was moving and grooving. And, you know, I felt like I was applying myself, but I really wasn't. I was just barely getting by. And when you come from a place like Valdosta, Georgia, barely getting by ain't enough because barely getting by is you working a job where you literally cannot afford to even save money being in an area where you're literally um harassed by cops and and they set up traps they sit outside of bars and clubs and they watch you and they it's only about two or three clubs in these small little towns and shit they know where everybody going they know everybody address it's easy to find motherfuckers. It's easy to, you know, do little illegal things to people whenever everybody in the city, um, you know, y'all all clicked up. You and your cop friends, y'all clicked up. You know the sheriff, y'all eat dinner at his house. Like, you know, whatever the case may be, motherfuckers, these people come from a very uh, controlled, regulated area. And that's the reason why people do shit like that. That's the reason why they they have did so much on many levels to cover up Kendrick Johnson's murder. And that's how these people were able to get away with this modern day slavery shit as well, because down there, it's their rules, it's their world. Just like how you see Florida, whenever they make a um, any law that's on a federal level, Florida or some other states, you know, but mostly Florida, they make their own rules. They be like, oh, well, we ain't going by that. <laughs> We're going to do this. And that's how it is down there in general. And and mind you, Southern Georgia, and whenever I speak on that, anytime I mention Florida, it's because, like I said, Southern Georgia, this is, this is like right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I always have to tell people whenever they see us, like, dancing and juke music and stuff like that, they're like, oh, y'all, y'all got Florida swag. And it's like... Nigga, we next door. <laughs> like, Valdosta is what? 15, 20, 30 minutes away from the closest, the next city in Florida? You know, not that far. You feel me? Um, You got to pass through Valdosta to get to Florida for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we got heavy Florida um, inspiration and things like that. We got a lot of that. So whenever you see them doing crazy shit, how they want to do in Florida, just know that same shit is in South Georgia. That same energy. <laughs> Oh, we ain't wearing masks. We don't give a fuck. Nah, 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 nah. We're going to do what we want to do. Same energy was down there whenever I went to visit my family. Early, you know, in the pandemic, middle of the pandemic. It ain't, they ain't never gave a fuck. <laughs> they ain't never gave a fuck. Let's just put it that way. It took for people that they personally knew to be in the hospital for them to be like, oh, that is happening, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, this is serious. But other than that, they wasn't giving a fuck about that. Just like when stuff goes on in the world, they don't give a fuck about that. They don't, they ain't marching. They ain't doing none of that. That's where I'm from. A place where you just do, you know, you, you just do the bare minimum to not be fucked with and to not get into shit. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of Stay in your lane. And that's what everybody do. Whites, blacks, everybody, they try to stay in their lane because the minute you step out of that shit, you don't know what you're going to step into.
I come from a very harsh area, and it's not to speak down on it, but I mean, the proof is in the pudding. When you look up the history of Valdosta, Georgia, Southern Georgia in general, the proof is in the pudding. It's a very evil place uh, historically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just no way around it. A lot of our people, they get offended whenever we say stuff about it because they feel like, oh, you moved out. You feel like you're bigger and better than everybody or whatever the case may be. That has nothing to do with it because just like you moved out, you can end up back there, but not me. I'd rather live on a goddamn bridge before I go back to that bitch. I really want to dig my relatives out of the ground of that town. And I said that many times on this podcast. <laughs> I hate you know what I'm saying? The energy is not the place. It's not the people necessarily like, you know, as far as like the people, my people, you know what I'm saying? It's not really that. It's just the energy of it. Like the way that people must be, you know, Confederate flags flying all around the, the whole state, just willing, happy. Hey, look at us. We're just flying, flapping around. Like just racism. And then just like the, the Southern country ass thought process when it comes to trying to force the Bible on every single person, but they ain't even living by the Bible. Like y'all literally had slaves and you want to try to throw a Bible in people's face as far as the white people. Black people, it's like, uh, niggas gonna nigga. <laughs> niggas gonna always try to throw the Bible at you and not follow the Bible word for word. They take out what they want to take out the Bible and then they throw the rest at you like you a damn uh, evil motherfucker. Like now. Nah. We all should be following it a little bit better. Amen. Amen. But um, I said all that to say this. <laughs> I come from a dark area. <laughs> I come from a dark place. So I'm always going to share certain things on my podcast and in my music and everything that I do. I'm always going to share a piece of me with y'all because I just want to inspire, encourage, enlighten you know, motivate, all of those words. <laughs> I want to help someone in some type of way because, you know, whenever I was in my super dark, 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 dark depression stage, I used a lot of, um, you know, people's personal stories to lift me up. A lot, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of times, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. A lot of times I would hear a story about some something somebody went through and it would sound like the worst, like the absolute worst thing that somebody could ever go through. And it would make me feel like, why are you coming up with so many excuses whenever, you know, you can do this. Someone has went through worse and they did it. And it's not to necessarily compare, even though that's what you're doing in the moment. But sometimes like in small ways a comparison in that form can be helpful whenever you see people overcome things and you try to you try to like line it up and parallel it with what you're going through sometimes that helps you know <clears throat> but um other times comparison is not a good idea but i um i know that for me like Whenever I was listening to Les Brown and different people like that, it just kind of helped me a lot, like listening to him talk about, you know, being born with mentally challenged or whatever. And then, you know, seeing how he became who he is now with, by just believing in himself and not allowing other people's opinions and thoughts to be his reality. And I've lived with these things for many years, you know different 
things I've heard from people, different stories people have shared with me. I've lived with these stories for many years and it's helped me continue on my journey. And I'm not feeling like I have like any answers or anything. I just feel like there's something to learn in every situation. So maybe for you as a listener, maybe whenever I talk about my personal life, maybe you're listening to it and you're like, damn, she's sharing a lot of information. But maybe somebody else is listening to it like, wow, I'm glad she shared all this information, (laughs) you know, because I was tripping. Let me shake it off. Let me get right. Let me, whatever the case may be. So um, I only am mentioning that because I had a dinner with one of my other favorite podcasters. They were in town and they were like, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you was like really going off. You were sharing a lot. (laughs) And I just had to chuckle to myself because I'm like, that's the reason I started podcasting. I didn't start podcasting to be private. (laughs) Like this is a whole public platform. I'm a music artist. I tell my whole life in my music too. You'd be surprised what all I've told. Um, whether you believe it or not, I still don't feel like I'm done telling anything. Like as far as uh, my journey and my story, um, I like I like to tell my story. I like to talk about my journey. I want to feel it. It becomes even more real for me whenever I really just take it in. Like, hey man, you done been through a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really not overcame this shit. There's something about you. You got you got something going on. Don't give up. And maybe that's going to lead to something else for me in the future, or maybe it's just going to make me even stronger for the next generation. You know, these young ones going to be coming up after me and they're going to be going through some of the same stuff, maybe even worse, maybe different, maybe, maybe not as hard. They're going to go through it and they're going to want guidance. They're going to want um, some type of leadership, just like how I I used to look up to my mom and grandma for all the answers, and you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just um, I just pray that everything that I go through, I I'm not really getting anything out of going through this shit. You feel me? Like nothing but heartbreak, headaches, <laughs> frustration, pissed off, bitterness. But whenever I go through these situations, and then. I, I tell this story to somebody and then they like, man, thank you for sharing that. Cause that made me feel this way, or I don't feel alone or whatever. That is, that's my, that's the only type of reward I get for going through this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's no reward for being heartbroken and, and lied to and cheated on and abused and all of that. You don't get no reward for that shit. But whenever somebody tell you, thank you for sharing your story, that helped me, or I went through that too. You know, that's, that's something. You know, it's hard to put your finger on it. You know, ain't like it's like a, a good thing. You ain't like you're going through it just for that. <laughs> but it still, it gives you something. It gives a, a meaning to something that, a positive meaning to something that is so horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yeah, whenever you was up there talking about getting beat on <laughs> in your first marriage or whatever the case may be, I could relate. This happened to me, blah, blah, blah. I feel this way, you know, like, it's good to create those conversations sometimes. It's good to create that energy sometimes because um, a lot of people have no outlet. And then one day they don't, they wondering why they exploding and flipping out. We got to have outlets, just period. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people don't need outlets, you know? But um, many times a lot of us do. 
<clears throat> it may hit you when you don't even expect it. Like, I need to come out of you. I've seen a video where this girl had uh, her and her friend. They decided to, to plan a murder. And they decided to murder their third friend. So-called friend. And, like, they couldn't figure out what happened to this girl for for, like, six months. Police, the parents, nobody could figure out. They thought maybe she just ran away. One day, one of the friends that helped, that helped kill the third girl, she just freaks out, right? She just out of nowhere, screaming, pulling her hair out, fighting, running down the street, punching her mama. They had to call the police. She went into like a um, mental institution. And a couple weeks later, as soon as they released her, she went straight to the police department and confessed that her and the other friend had killed that third friend six months prior and took them to where they put the body and everything. And and it's like, had she not just, had she not had that moment, that breaking point, they probably would have never really figured out what happened to that girl. And that's the crazy part is that it literally took for her to have a breaking point. It's some shit that you just, even if you try your hardest, your body physically, it just cannot do it. It can't hold it in. And I'm scared to allow that to happen to myself because I've seen myself out of control before years ago and it wasn't cute. It was not cute. It wasn't good. It was nothing that nobody could do to help me, save me, protect me. I don't ever want to be in that position again. So before I find myself in a position where I'm acting out and I cannot control it, I'm going to try to make sure that I'm tending to everything that's going on with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I'm tending to my mind. I'm going to make sure that I'm, you know, letting things out, communicating, getting the the right treatment or whatever, the right, having the right conversations with the right people or whatever I need to do to make sure that I'm good, totally, you know. And it's hard because a lot of people don't want to open up. You don't want to talk to people. You don't trust people. Trust me, I know. Everybody got all the answers. Everybody got something to say. It ain't easy to open up, but, um, I mean, I feel like it's important to try, you know, I feel like it's definitely important to try. So <clears throat> moving on from that, um, Thanksgiving was phenomenal. I don't know if I talked to y'all about that, uh, but it was great. I ended up going home and visiting my family and, um, it was great. It was everything I needed it to be and more. We had a great time. Like, I just really want to do it again. <laughs> it went by so fast. Like, I loved it. If you've got the opportunity to be with your family, if you're close to your family, hey, make sure you, you're really enjoying that and, and taking care of the people that's important to you. There's a few people I didn't get to see, unfortunately. Like I said, when I go home, the shit go by so fast. And people don't understand that whenever you live away and you come visit in town, they want you to come here, there, and everywhere. You have to come to those people. They are the ones that had to come there to the town, to the city. A lot of times they're only coming there because they have family members in that city or town. So when I go home and people are like, oh, you ain't tell me you were here or you ain't come see me, whatever. It's like, bro, I got a whole mother here. Like, nieces nephews brothers siblings cousins aunts uncles 
I have family members here and I have a big family. I have two sides, a mom's side and a dad's side. They were not married. So I have to go and spend time with my mom's side and try to make time for my dad's side. I didn't even make it to my dad's side this time. I didn't make it to go see my best friend, um, grandparent, like nothing. Stuff that I normally do. Didn't get the chance to do none of that. So uh, I don't know when I'll be able to go back home again, but yeah, hopefully soon. And hopefully I get to see even more people. Um, Y'all know I've been wanting to figure out a way to move and everything, but it's like, it ain't in me yet. It ain't in my spirit to leave yet. And if I was were to leave, I just don't know where I would end up going. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a love-hate thing when it comes to living away from family. But um, it's And it's a love-hate thing when it comes to just being alone, you know? I love being alone. I love my independence. And I love, um, you know, just taking care of myself and taking care of my family and friends and, you know, being able to just do what I want to do. I love that. And I know I could do that anywhere, but it's like, you know, it took me a minute to build myself up here because I started from the bottom, <laughs> literally, word to Drake. And, you know, I'm still not really where I want to be, but I'm very far from where I was. And if I were to move, it's just like starting over again. And it's like, I'm just ready to get my feet comfy and cozy in one place. I'm not trying to start over again. A nigga is getting old. I'm tired. I'm tired of working. I'm tired of thinking. I'm tired of talking to people. I'm tired. So I'm just trying to figure that out, trying to shake this tired bug off of me and figure out what I really want to be doing and where I really want to be living. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I'll be over here a couple more years. I don't know. I really don't know, man. I never could imagine me being here this long. <laughs> so I don't know, but we're going we're gonna to see. What's funny is that um, like a lot of my family members and friends are starting to make plans and things for next year. And I'm like, I was really planning on this year being my last year, like on everything. And then the year before that, I was planning on that year being my last year. <laughs> and it's like maybe next year will be my last year in in this state. I don't know. It's it's so confusing. I don't know, y'all. All I know is that you need to take advantage of every every opportunity to spend time with the people you love. Don't make up excuses. You have no idea how many people Whenever we are far apart and we text it, it's, oh, I can't wait till you come in town. I can't wait till I see you. Ah, nah. Then I get in town. It's, I got to go drop off this and I'm going to be over there. I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. I'm gonna da, 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 da. Man, I ain't got time for people that treat me like I'm something to do when it's nothing to do. Okay? Word of dying. <laughs> like, I hate when people make me feel like I'm secondary. I'm supposed to be first, man, until people understand that. I'm going to always be single. You don't put me second. I'm first, man. I'm first. God is above everything, of course. I don't even put God in the category because, of course, God is first, above everything. But when it comes to just like on a human level, bitch, I'm first. What the hell is you doing? 
why do I have to sit around and wait on you to come see me? Why do I have to sit around and wait on y'all to call me? Why y'all call me when y'all hate my opinion? Why y'all bother me when I be chilling? I'm not arguing. I'm in my feelings. I've told y'all this before. It's starting to get personal. Because I just don't like when people be acting like I'm, oh, I'll just see her later. No, you don't got later. Everybody act like they got so much time. I find myself, oh, now I really can understand why my grandma used to have her face tore up all the time. Because, child, please. All I see is foolishness all over. Just foolish, foolish, foolish. Oh, Lord. Oh, if I could have a conversation with her today. Oh, man. Y'all really just need to cherish people, man. There's so many great, amazing people that were just here, that were once here, and now they are no longer. Great conversations, great friends, great family members that I will never get a chance to talk to again. Man, I am so grateful for our conversations and friendships and relationships, man, because I tell you, I think back, like sometimes I'll be having my little moments and I think about a moment that I had with somebody that's no longer here. And then I'll just smile and just be like, man, <laughs> if only they could, you know, if they were here, you know, I know they could see and they around and everything. They know what's up. They know what's up. But I just be wishing we could have that conversation, man. Like, uh, can you see this? <laughs> man, I, I, um, I really like, I feel like, like the most tender part of my, my whole spirit was, um, some of the, you know, the last couple of deaths that I had in my family and stuff. Like those were some of the most tender souls that you could ever come across. And that's why it's like, I be having my moments where it's just like, feel unreal, you know, especially with my grandma, feel so unreal. Like, being there for Thanksgiving and she ain't there, like, that was awkward, man. But my mom and and everybody, they did their thing, man. They really did. And, you know, I just pray that we can be half the, the people that they are, you know. Like, I pray we can keep things like this going with me and my cousins and, you know, my siblings and stuff. Because, man, family is everything. No matter how much y'all bicker and complain. And it's crazy because some people will do all they can to stay away from family. They'll make it seem like they get more love from friends and stuff like that, but they ain't never even really gave their family a shot, man. You know what I mean? I've always been super close with my family members and always tried to, like, make a difference. I always try to, like, text people and message them. Like, it was a couple of years where none of us would talk. We would just let so much time go by. But now, you know, we got a couple of group chats and stuff like that. So for the most part, we keep in contact. But you know, I, I used to have to reach out to people like, damn, I ain't talked to this, this cousin in a long time. I ain't talked to that cousin in a long time. And it's like uh, this year, all of us being there at the Thanksgiving, man, that really brought everything into, you know, just forefront, just brought it all to the center front. And it just felt real good to see all of us. Like we used to be the little kids running around and shit. Now it's, we looking at these youngins running around and it's just different, you know, like feels different. <laughs> feels real different and I don't know I just pray that these little kids looking up to us like yeah I want to be successful like that I want to do that you know like we trying <laughs> it's a different a different um 
vibe out here as far as like what we come from raised up under and it's crazy to think that our parents and stuff was around our ages whenever we were that age and I feel like they had it together a lot more when it came to um just family type of shit because we did so much shit as a family and I'm just trying to recreate that energy even though I live far away I want to keep that type of energy going so that's what we're working on (laughs) got a nephew whose birthday is coming up in another couple of days brother birthday coming up in another couple of days new year's like man 2021 has come and gone and for new year's this year I'm trying to figure out the zone, the tone. I'm already feeling like I know what I need to be doing, though. (laughs) But, yeah, it's going to be great, man. Um, I just really wanted to come in here because, like, I got rid of my Twitter. You know, I just really have my IG. And I got, like, a Facebook account, but it's more for, like, family and shit. I've been noticing a lot of people in San Diego been trying to add my Facebook page, but that ain't really for y'all, man. man. <laughs> That's for my family, man. It's for my family, man. I ain't busy Balboa on there and Casey on there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really be all up in my flow like that. I ain't trying to know y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? I like y'all, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't trying to know y'all like that. I done let a few people come on my page or whatever people I felt like, okay, yeah, it's genuine love, you know what I'm saying? Like, real deal, genuine love. But, um, a few of y'all I've seen, you try to add me, I'm sorry I done declined it. <laughs> it's my family. Some stuff you gotta keep personal. Everything ain't business. Everything ain't pleasure. Some stuff is just strictly personal and it's like, you don't you don't need to know nothing about that. You need to stay away from that and that's just how I am like another thing bro like it's a lot of um it's been a lot of shows lately it's kind of slowing down and I've always been down with coming and showing love and I try to make sure I show and you know show up and show love but 2022 man um I ain't trying to be on the bench you know what I'm saying I'm trying to be out here so whatever I got to do to get my face out here more, that's what my goal is. That's what I'm going to be trying to do, get my face out here more. Um, I got a couple of collabs. I got a lot of music that y'all don't even know nothing about that'll be coming out. And it's going to be my first time next year, Lord willing, where I'm going to be dropping music with a bunch of other people. Normally, I don't do music with other people. I, you know, I just, I really just kind of do my own shit. But, um, and then I'll hop on a song, like somebody might be like, hey, you'll get on this song with me, and I'll hop on their song, but it's rare that I actually have people on my songs. Um, we were able to make something happen with Cakey Shaky, Slim Ducky. I sent that to him, but I had sent that to three or four people. By the time it got to him, I just was like trying to get a verse on there. I was damn near about to write a second verse my damn self, and he hopped on there, and we dropped that, and then, um... I had another one with Yank and ABD Lamar, and um, I was about to call it Michi. That's just that's our family name. <laughs> His artist name ABD Lamar, but um, ABD Lamar and Yank, we dropped something together too, and that was up under me. But 
it's rare that I do that. And that, and all those songs were old and they just ended up dropping later, at least a year later. Like, I don't know, I always write music, drop music way after I done played with it and really got the sound down. But um, I have songs coming that's going to be dropping with Sham Black, Small Zuno, um, Barry Mars, couple people trying to get some females in there too but yeah it's about to get real dangerous spooky season is in effect i love it it's gonna be good music good vibes i had told you i wanted to drop a tape called gassed g-a-s-d with artists from georgia and artists from california but it was really like um my hometown valdosta georgia and san diego but making um making the tape like vasd it ain't it ain't it ain't here as hard as gasd because gasd to me was like gas so instead of just putting the city i put georgia as a whole and sd for san diego gas so i wanted to put that together and make a like a tape with artists a bunch of features from me with artists all over like georgia and cali i might still hold on to that idea but i think that i'm gonna start dropping most of these songs as just singles instead of dropping it as a project because um i have a few ideas for next year that i don't really want to speak on because (laughs) i always speak ahead of myself and then y'all be waiting and waiting and waiting forever and then i finally do what i said i was going to do and by the time i do it y'all like ah i'm not as i'm not as entertained So I, I've learned that I got to stop doing that. Stop teasing y'all and just go ahead and do it. So that's what I'm going to do next year. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But because we've already talked about gas on the podcast, I've given you that. So you can have that one on me. I told you three artists that I already am working with and going to have music with dropping next year. So don't be surprised. Um, Hopefully I can get some more artists in, um, you know, it's just tough working with certain people. Everybody work at their own pace and everything like that. We're going to try to get more artists in the studio, but I was blessed to be on a track with Callie K Fresh and Chris Young, Sham Black, Cognac called The Mantra. That's out on all major platforms right now. Make sure y'all go, y'all go stream that. I also recently dropped a new track December 3rd called um, Perfectly Imperfect. That's on all major platforms. Y'all go stream that as well. And then top of the year, January, I'm dropping this song called Intruders, which was already on my SoundCloud. And I believe, um, I believe maybe it's on my YouTube, maybe not. I don't think it's on my YouTube, but it could be. But um, Intruders was a song that I did whew, maybe two or three years ago. I recorded it at uh, Cognac Studio, and it was produced by Super Scott, which y'all know him from Captain Pipe and a bunch of other my hits. But um, yeah, man, it's a very chill, quick little track or whatever. But because it was only on SoundCloud, I was like, hey, this is one of my songs that I own. Like, (laughs) this was produced by Super Scott. So I could put this out there, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to also uh, put older songs that I had uh, before, trying to put those songs on the um, streaming services because those songs need to be on there too. Um, but yeah, we're working on a lot of 
couple of different things, you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that I put some of my older songs, like Taking Shots, produced by Don't You. I would love to put that on streaming services. Um, but I don't, I got to find a song, y'all. <laughs> uh, you know, I've lost so much of my music. I'm talking about catalogs, over thousands of songs. I've lost it. Like, I have it, but maybe the uh, hard drive won't open no more. And I need to send it off and shit like that. Yeah, but I, I have it, but I don't have it. I don't have access to it, if that makes sense. Nigga, sure, it's tough. Trying to keep this music in track. But um, lately, what I've been doing is just writing. I got a lot of different vibes. Some boom bap, some, you know, down south, some west coast shit, definitely. Um, I'm a little bit all over the place with the sound, as always, per usual. So I'm just kind of excited for the new year. I really have no idea what I'm going to do next. Um, I surprise myself whenever I do shit because <laughs> I really don't like I talk ahead of myself a lot of times. Like I'll say I'm going to do something and then I don't do it for like another year or I'll talk about something and then it don't happen for another three months or something like that. But it's because I have so many fucking ideas in my head. It's hard to execute all of them at the time that I'm thinking of them. Like sometimes they're just um, thoughts that have not even developed all the way. But it's just like in my head, like I've been talking about gas for at least two years. And now it's just now to the point where I'm about to start releasing songs that would have been on it. But now I've come to the conclusion that I'm not really ready to release it. <laughs> so I'm just going to drop a bunch of singles. And whenever I am ready to release a, a track like that, then um, I already, you know, I already have the concept and everything in my head. So I'll, I'll probably be able to put something together a little bit better than what I got um, in mind currently, but everything's a process and I appreciate my journey in every aspect. I love the way my mind flows, so I don't really beat myself up about speaking too early about certain shit, but I just know that um, it could be annoying as a fan or as a supporter when somebody's talking about something and you're expecting it and it don't happen. Like I've talked about the Big Love app. I've been wanting to do an app for my clothing brand for a minute, at least a year I've been talking about that. And it is something that technically already exists, but I'm not really ready to put it out there like that because I don't feel the things that I have in my head, it's not ready yet, if that makes sense. So uh, I'm just trying to <laughs> get these thoughts together and it will happen. I want to leave y'all with some, some things, some tips. And basically, they are all things that I would have told my younger self. Number one, love yourself. Number two, set boundaries. Number three, be patient. Number four, trust your instinct. Number five, follow your heart. Number six, read. Number seven, be in the moment. Number eight, have fun. So make sure y'all keep all of those things right there. Keep that all in your mind. Keep that energy all around you and all around your people. And um, y'all stay blessed. Stay dangerous, but stay blessed. Continue spreading love, peace, positivity. It's Busy Balboa, and I'll holler.
Oh, real quick, real quick, y'all. Um, forgot to tell y'all. So, if you follow me on IG, then you know that it's official. <laughs> I've officially joined Activated Podcast. Um, they air on all major podcast platforms. We um we have a Instagram page which is very active with over seventeen thousand followers. Make sure y'all follow at the activated podcast everything is spelled correctly no slang t-h-e-a-c-t-i-v-a-t-e-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t activated podcast the activated podcast make sure y'all tap in hopefully i spelled all that right i just went really fast and didn't even think about it (laughs) um type that in follow us on ig that's also what you would type in on spotify and google podcasts uh I believe we're on Anchor Podcast, Apple Podcast, whatever you listen to podcasts, type in the Activated Podcast and you'll be able to listen to us. Four hosts, GDQ, Walter, Mac, and Busy Balboa. And uh, these guys have been putting in work for the past four seasons and we're heading into the fifth season. I popped in and out during season four, but I was unsure if I really wanted to join officially, but uh, we made it official this past Sunday, and even though they feel like I was already <laughs> a part of Activated, they're like, what you mean, making it official? You already was official. I was like, man, I'm getting a shirt, a hat, and, and shit, a couple of hats, a couple of shirts, a couple of jackets, and crew necks, and they fitted me up, got me right. Um, yeah, everything's official, and basically, the Activated podcast is um, Activist News, San Diego-based, and we pretty much share anything activist related, no matter where it's happening, no matter the country, no matter the race or whatever is going on. We we talk about it. Um, we have somebody that runs the IG page and they do a good job at, you know, getting information out there to the people and just keeping everybody informed. And, and then on the other end, got the clothing brand, Activated Podcast Clothing. Y'all can go on the website, activatedpodcast.com, shop till you drop. Also, on the other end, you got the podcast. So that's what I'm a part of, um, the actual podcast part of it, where we just talk about um, things going on in the world, you know, whatever the case may be. And then, like y'all already know, you could tune in over here, get to know me podcast and check in with me. Mostly, I, I still feel like I'm going to keep the thing on Saturdays, even though I have not necessarily been dropping on Saturdays. I want to keep this a Saturday thing because we do activate it on Sunday. So if I just keep it in my head, Saturday, Sunday, we're doing this. Hey, that's all. That's all it needs. So we're going to keep rocking with Saturday, even if I drop it early, even if I drop it late. Expect me to pick it up and be on point next year. But don't hold me accountable just yet. I'm still figuring out getting to know me podcast. I really still want to co-host. Now that I have help on another tip, maybe I'll be able to actually, you know, get some things rolling with my podcast now. Um, I know we're activated. We do a lot uh, in person. We do stuff over the um, Internet as far as uh, virtual. So maybe, you know, I can get the guys to help me out temporarily until we find somebody else or whatever the case may be. We're going to make sure we keep the show rolling. I know a lot of people probably expect me to stop with the podcast or they probably think that I already done went out of, you know, business or I ain't doing it no more. But 
they just don't know Busy Balboa. <laughs> I've been doing this since 2018, way before the fucking pandemic. I just used the pandemic as an opportunity to get to know some people and for y'all to get to know some people. And I enjoyed every drop of it. We got to know a lot of amazing artists from all over the world, and I don't regret it. Now we we going back to where we was at with the rant and rave, but we still want to interview people. We still want to get to know them just because it ain't necessarily like quarantine. It's still a pandemic. So <laughs> it's it's still the best way to get to know people right now for me is uh through this 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 platform because um you know a nigga still ain't really um still ain't got that shot. <clears throat> still ain't got that shot. Woo! But they making it to where they're going to have to get that shot. They definitely doing that. Um, but, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I know I already told y'all about it, but I had to come back and let y'all know that that was some of the reason I came on today, to let y'all know that the Activated Podcast is official. So make sure y'all support them, just like you support Getting to Know Me Podcast. And, you know, if I have any other business endeavors that I want to share, I'll let y'all know, but this is just one of the many things that's been in rotation and that's been going to happen. It's just all that part of timing and everything had to make sense as far as like, um, you know, us and background stuff that y'all don't need to know nothing about. But now that everything's rocking and rolling, I'm very excited to be a part of this. You know, these are like my brothers now. And I mean, I was really supporting them and rocking with them way before we even really met, you know what I'm saying? Like just seeing what they was doing from afar. And uh, everything happens when it's supposed to and everything really truly does happen uh, for a reason. Even the horrible shit that you just can't understand. Oh, some horrible shit that be happening, man. And I hate when people say everything happened for a reason. Like what? This? This had to happen? I don't understand that, but you know, whole nother subject. Let me stop talking. I love y'all. Time for me to figure out where my marijuana is at because I thought it would have been here a long time ago. We've completely talked about everything I had to talk about and my weed still ain't here, man. What the fuck? Might have to go get it at this point. But uh, y'all be easy. I'm out. <laughs>
your physical features Swear I never stun on you, that's word to evil Knievel, I beg and I plead you Don't let this drunken love sex deceive you Hold hands at the regal, fill you up and still wanna feed you You meeting my people, second year it feels like a sequel Learning to love and patient when it's my turn to teach you Would never mislead you, sacrifice my life just to keep you Away from the evil that's buried deep in some of these people Time's an illusion, I'll never know the last time I'll see you So baby, I love you, I want you, miss you bad and I need you, yeah can I speak for what you gonna do? Don't be laughing at my country ass, I'm into you. Ain't gon' pipe you up with lies and I done broke old ties. Tryna compliment your smile, I make you miserable. I'm attracted to your mind plus your physical features. Must've got it from your mama, such a pleasure to meet you. Far from perfect, but I'm worth it. Show you better than tell. You know I left them games behind, it's time for vows and a preacher. Your love's the sexiest, I eat you up for breakfast When I see you, I can't help but grin, I want you to myself Every day you're mesmerizing, make me blush, I make you come. Type to clean my whole plate and lick the bowl once I am done You ain't never had a love like this, I bet you I can tell Last chick had popularity, I'm in my bag for real we should steal the deal while we wasting time Smooth criminal, your love should come with a danger sign And I ain't trying to rain on your parade, but the sun is mine We can shine bright, cast a light in the summertime In my hindsight, I discovered the world was mine Didn't recognize, wish that I had my mother's eyes Be patient with me, baby, stay here with me, lady You pasting, you ain't even staying with me lately Scaring me, baby, quit daring me, baby Stirring me crazy, our love's getting lazy Can I speak for what you gonna do? Don't be laughing at my country as I'm into you Ain't gonna pipe you up with lies and I done broke old ties Trying to compliment your smile, I make you miserable I'm attracted to your mind plus your physical features Must've got it from your mama, such a pleasure to meet you Far from perfect, but I'm worth it, show you better than tell You know I left them games behind, it's time for vows and a preacher